everyone. Welcome back to the Night Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Madison Fairchild, and I'm so excited for today's episode. If you're new here, the Night Sisters podcast is a place where I want to highlight and uplift female voices in the Star Wars fandom. I'm hosting weekly interviews where we talk about their contributions and their experiences as fans. Welcome back, and I hope you enjoy. All right, you two, get to it. And I'm so excited to announce today's guest, Jessica Bryant, creator of Outer Space Outpost. Hi, Jessica. Hi. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I just got off work, so. Likewise. (laughs) Kind of tired. Yeah, yeah. But I'm so excited that we get to talk. I feel like I reached out to you for an interview, like, a year ago, before I even knew I was going to be doing this series, I just knew I wanted to talk to you on the podcast. So I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So I just have a few introductory questions that every guest is going to get, uh, just so that like the audience can kind of know your relationship to Star Wars and how it kind of shapes you. So um, first off, what was your introduction to Star Wars? Oh, gosh. So I'm, I'm going to age myself and I'm an 83 <laughs> baby. So I was born kind of like during during the height while well, it had wrapped the original trilogy. And it was something I watched as yeah. a kid, kind of like everybody in the, in the 80s did um, and really mm-hmm. loved it then, um, especially at like when my little brother was born, we were obsessed with Ewoks. And that was like Aww. our thing. And then I kind of like fell out of it as one does. Um, and then kind of rode that roller coaster of the prequels came out and I was super jazzed about it again. And then, um, it really like this last reignition when they announced the sequel trilogy, um, like I caught up on all the animation, I caught up on all the books that Mm -hmm. I had missed. Um, and that really like reignited my full on love for it. Um, so that it's been a lifelong thing, but, um, really when they announced the force awakens was really when I took the deep dive. Yeah, I feel like that's when so many people like really dove into the fandom as a whole, just because the hype around it was so big. It's so funny that you said it aged yourself. Uh, My brother, he's an 83 baby too. Um, And he's the reason I love Star Wars. So it's you guys kind of, I feel like grew up in the same era of totally loving Star Wars and getting into it, which is so funny. I love that. Um, So you said you kind of like reignited your love when The Force Awakens came out. Um, but when did you become active online when it came to the Star Wars fandom? You know, it really, um, I've really only kind of been active within the fandom online for about three to four years. Um, mm-hmm. I, it took me a while to kind of jump in. And once I realized, especially on Instagram, like, things like the fashion challenges and all of those sort of yeah. communities, like doing your cause closet cosplays and things like that. I really loved that. And that was what really kind of drew me into the community. Um, mm-hmm. So those really kind of um, pulled me in, but it's really only been about three or four years that I've really been active online with it. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's also when so many people joined, like there was the first wave when the force awakens happened, but the last four years, so many people have become like active and really like making closet cosplays and cosplaying for real and all of that. And I think that's so, that's so great. I love the star Wars community online, especially people that make little outfits. Cause that's my favorite thing to do. Me I too. love that. Um, so 
you've only been active for a few years in the fandom, but what's your online experience been like as a woman? Because I know that it really does shape how people treat you online in a lot of cases. I'm wondering if you've ever experienced anything that has to do with the fact that you're a woman in a male dominated space. Oh gosh. Um, pretty much everything to be honest. Um, Mm. and I, and I think most women in online spaces can, can probably feel this way in, in one manner or another, but it feels Mm. like every, every bit that you put out there of yourself is under a much more intense scrutiny than, than say if a man was putting it out within the same community. Um, so it's interesting because I was recently talking with a friend about how we kind of hold ourselves back from posting as much or posting as many outfits that we might like, because, well, what if it's, if it's too revealing, then you're kind of put into, to one category. Uh And Uh then if it's not, you're put into another. And, and it's really interesting because I've talked to so many people that are like, Oh, I want to post this, but I want to turn the comments off or, Mm -hmm. you know, I know I'm going to get the DMS afterwards. And, um, it's one of those things that really does shape your experience online because while so many of my like favorite people within the fandom and like my closest friends are men, you're still Mm -hmm. so wary because I mean, anybody who's been active on Twitter and such has, has seen a lot <laughs> in recent yeah, months. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's hard because you want to trust and you want to make friends with people, but, but you have that little worry in the back of your mind of, of where it's going to go. So there's no way for it not to shape it. I mean, personally, it, I'm getting better about how it affects me, but it definitely yeah. has held me back from doing a few things just because of the reactions. So, Mm -hmm. and that's such, that's been my experience as well. And I don't ever want to project and just assume that everyone's had the same experience as me, but it's definitely been mine. And that's honestly why I made this podcast, because I feel like we're held under this microscope and we're never, ever just praised for what we're doing, not praised, but like highlighted or feel like we don't have to be perfect to be adding to the community. And I feel like women are held to the standard that like, if they are not the top of their game, know every single fact and the prettiest person to ever walk the planet, they're not respected at all within the fandom. Yeah. And then if they are pretty, they're only getting sexually harassed. Yeah. It's a curse either way. Like what you said about being scared about outfits. Like if you don't post a super revealing picture, you're not going to get attraction or people are going to make fun of you or think it's nerdy. Mm -hmm. But if you post too revealing of a picture, then you're slut shamed or your DMs Mm -hmm. are flooded with a hundred guys that want to try and sleep with you. It's horrible. It's it's just horrible. It's it's miserable, you know? And I mean, I know I've, I've missed out on like genuine conversation because I've been afraid to go into my DMs and I hear that from so many people. Yeah. And, oh, it's just and it's such a, a hellscape. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I get what you're saying. My best friend in the fandom is also a guy. So I totally understand. Like, yeah. but 
it has made me weary. I, I catch myself and I know this isn't fair, but I catch myself like being snippy with guys that reply to my tweets versus girls because girls, I'm like, oh, I trust them. They're coming from a good place. And guys, it's like, they're trying to correct me. They're blah, 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 right. which might not even be correct, but I'm so jaded from years in the fandom uh, oh, 100%. It, it like has changed it. Yeah. So I totally get what you're saying for sure. Um, not smooth transition to my next question. Um, who's your role model when it like in Star Wars? It could be fictional characters. It can be a woman in Lucasfilm. Who do you look up to? You know, I really, this was one of those questions that I really wanted to give so much thought to. And then I really <laughs> just, I, as silly as it is, I look down and I have a Leia tattoo on my arm. That oh, is, yeah. um, it's a justice tarot card. And so it's like at the end of the day, she's like, you know, to to go into high Republic mode here, she's like that Mm -hmm. kind of pole star of what justice looks like, what's standing up for what's right. And at the end of the day, that's like, that's all I could ever hope for. So like, she's my end all answer of like, how could you ever want anyone else as your role model when Leia's right, right there. Right. <laughs> no, that's honestly, in my opinion, the perfect answer. She is everything that I look up to and I want to be as a woman. She is, they did such a good job just creating a character that is so well-rounded and so powerful and still feminine and still like, but leading wars at the same time. She is totally. so balanced and so good i i love that answer yes. also such a cool tattoo wow that is awesome it's it's my favorite i have a lot but it's my favorite i love that i need more star wars tattoos i'm lacking me too <laughs> <laughs> okay so speaking of high republic and leia um what is your favorite piece of star wars media it can be a book game movie show anything you know it's I am one of these people that if you give me new Star Wars media, I'm super <laughs> excited. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not one that's like, oh, I'm going to be super critical or wait and see. I'm just excited that there's more Star Wars. So that Same. can like, make it really hard to pick my favorite. Um, but I think when it comes down to it, I always go back to Rebels. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> and it's yes. just, it's like, it's always my favorite. And the characters within that show, the dynamic, I mean, I'm always a sucker for a found family, but, but, you know, they're flawed and they go through struggles yeah. within like themselves and within the group. And it's like, it's so heavy and real, but at the same time, like the love is always there. Um, yeah. So like at the end of the day, like I always go back and, you know, if I'm struggling, it's Rebels rewatch time. If I'm happy, <laughs> it's Rebels rewatch time. <laughs> like, oh my God. Know, it's just, yeah. it's always been like my favorite. And I was late to the game with that one. I watched it after it had ended, but like mm-hmm. it immediately, um, immediately became my favorite. 
I always feel like a crazy person whenever people ask me and I say that I like Rebels more than the Clone Wars because the Clone Wars is everyone's go-to, everyone's favorite. Yeah. But I like Rebels more. I love the characters. I feel so attached to them. Hera is another character like Leia where it's just like, yes. that's my role model. She is yes. so cool. And yeah, I think Rebels is like some of the best work in Star Wars. It's just amazing. And I'm so glad you said that. That makes me so happy. Yeah, um, no, it's, big it's just so good. Yeah, such such good Star Wars. So heartfelt. Um, yeah, love it. Love that answer. Amazing. <laughs> um, okay, so what's been your favorite experience in the Star Wars fandom? So online, in person, could be a movie premiere. What's been the best experience for you? You know, it's, I was trying to think about it and there's so many, um, but you know, when it comes to, to online experiences, you can, <laughs> you can always have that yeah. counterpoint to point. Um, mm -hmm. but one of the moments I'm going to go with like a recent one, um, was honestly when the, um, the Kenobi trailer dropped because yep. just the online reaction to that and just like the overwhelming joy of just the entire fandom. It was like one of those mm -hmm. unifying moments um, where like, I always joke that there's two people that can unify star Wars fans and it's Obi-Wan and it's Captain Rex. <laughs> and yeah. it's that, you know, no matter what, those are characters that everybody loves. And um, so it was really cool to kind of see that excitement for, you know, obviously such a, such a beloved character to return and, you know, seeing what the story is going to look like and seeing Inquisitors in live action, which is, oh my God. you know, as a Rebels fan, <laughs> super exciting. Yeah, um, yeah. So just seeing the reaction to that um, was such a cool moment. And it was something that everybody kind of got to experience together at the same time, um, which doesn't happen that often. Yeah, no, that was such a fun day to be on Twitter. Oh my God. Yeah. I, uh, I woke up. And uh, my boyfriend was like, don't look at Twitter. And before he even said anything, before I looked at my phone, I said, did the Kenobi trailer drop? And he was like, yes. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I knew immediately I could feel it in my bones that Kenobi just dropped. So it yeah, was time. that was such a good day. <laughs> so fun. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Transitioning into more about you and your work. Tell us about Outer Space Outpost. Yeah, so it was, um, like a lot of other people, it was a pandemic venture. Um, mm -hmm. When the pandemic hit, I had lost my traditional job. And, you know, it's one of those things that had always been kind of lurking at the back of my mind of starting my own business. Um, and, you know, it became, oh, the time was never right. And then you know, when, uh, what other time am I going to do it? I'm, I'm at home. Um, like let's just do it. And so, um, yeah. it is now slowly taken over my entire house, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but at the time I just like converted a corner of one of our extra rooms and, and went with it and it just like spiraled out of control in the best way. And, um, and it just, it keeps evolving and it's, it's just been an adventure and I, and I've loved it. That is so awesome. I, 
I am a huge fan of your shop. The listeners that have listened to all of season one know that I gave you a shout out a couple times because I'm <laughs> such a big fan. Um, you were like the first shop that had really cool Kira merch and she's my favorite. Um, and I was so pumped. I bought that cape uh, yes. with the Crimson Dawn logo on the back. Yeah. And then you sent me some Crimson Dawn earrings. So cool yes. wearing those to celebration. Um, no, oh, I so was just excited. so excited because I felt like you had merch for characters that other people didn't. And I loved mm-hmm. that. Like, it wasn't just your Ahsoka, Kylo, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't just like the main ones. You ha- you were dropping stuff for the clones. You had Kira. It was so cool. And I'm so glad that we get to finally talk about it because I love it so much. So you changed your career path in a way because of COVID, like so many people did. And you said you've always wanted to do this, right? You've always wanted to own your own business. Absolutely. I've always been kind of a creative or an artist and I love to create things. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it just, it made sense to kind of turn it into my actual work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Star Wars stuck out to you, I'm assuming. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know what, I didn't initially, like, I definitely knew I was going to do fandom things, but I Mm -hmm. I didn't really anticipate how many people would be interested in in the things like, like for Kira. Um, That was one of my big goals with the business is to offer things like so many of my favorite characters are not necessarily the, the main market characters. And... Mm -hmm. I mean, so much of the stuff I make is stuff that I want for myself. And I figure if, <laughs> if I want it or it's a character I love, yeah. maybe somebody else wants it too. But I severely underestimated, especially for like the clone things. The clones are are like probably my favorite part of Star Wars. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I am not alone in that. I have learned like by and far, <laughs> so many people adore the clones. So um, it was, it was really oh cool gosh. because it, it did kind of create its own little community in a way where I made all these friends that also love the clones or I do a lot for Thrawn. Um, cause I adore those books and, oh, yep. yep. and so many people looking for Thrawn stuff and it wasn't really out there. So it's just, it's so interesting to kind of go with more of those niche characters, um, and bits of media and, and see where it leads. Yeah. And I think what's really great, too, is that like you don't just make T-shirts. I have been begging for the cute tank tops and cute shorts and stuff of my favorite characters for years, years. And I know shops are catching up, but you were the first one I saw that like it wasn't just and I love T-shirts. Don't get me wrong, totally. but it wasn't just a T-shirt. It was like really cute and really well designed and clothes I would wear out like out in public and outfits. They were just so Aww. Uh, it was what was missing in so much fandom merch, I feel like. And you hit the nail on the head with so many of your drops. Um, but what's your favorite item that you've created or your favorite drop you've had? Oh, gosh. Um, that's that's one of those things that kind of changes regularly. Yeah. But I think right now I have really loved seeing um, the reception for the sets, for the Cami and short sets. 
Yes. And, um, <laughs> and seeing how people style them, like people come up with the cutest things. And um, it's just always a joy to see, see people having fun with something that like, I know I had never seen and I'm lucky that I currently live in a very large city. I live in Las Vegas and mm-hmm. I have access to a lot of apparel warehouses and things like that, which allows me to wholesale some cool pieces. Um, so that was where I came across those, um, was a local apparel warehouse. And, and so it's, it's really fun because I get the opportunity to go kind of look at pieces that maybe are more on trend and really turn them into fandom pieces. Um, yeah. And especially for some of those niche characters, um, you know, it, it got a little harder as we went through kind of all those supply chain issues. Um, a lot of things got discontinued, mm-hmm. but that stuff's picking up again. Um, so I'm super excited to kind of go source new pieces and put new stuff together. That's so awesome. I can't wait for more. I'm going to be purchasing all of it. Unfortunately <laughs> for my wallet. What's your experience been like as a whole running a shop for like people in a specific fandom? How has the reception been? How has it been for you like doing that? You know, it's, I mean, Star Wars is a fickle fandom. <laughs> and and yeah. I think we all know that. Um, at the end of the day, the reception and kind of the community interaction and things like that are overwhelmingly positive. Um, yeah. People are generally just like so excited that somebody's making making stuff that they haven't seen um, and stuff like that. But I mean, I, you know, I think any shop or owner or creative out there has taken, you know, some, uh, some criticism, you know, I've definitely heard from guys about how there, there's been a lot of, uh, slut shaming on a oh lot my of God. my shorts and sets and things like that. Um, definitely heard a lot of that. Um, I think my favorite was, was when a woman told me that I was a foul woman for having the short shorts. Um, that oh was definitely at the top of my list. Made me laugh a good long time. What? Um, <laughs> oh my God. And so it was, you know, I mean, and it, it doesn't really get under my skin too much. Um, I'm like, I will defend women and young girls to like the death. Um, so anytime yeah. I've seen guys, uh, slut shaming other girls over the shorts, they have gotten an earful from me, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, the criticism of, of what you make and how you make it and stuff, that's always going to be there. That's just kind of, yeah, you know, I kind of, if it's, if it's legitimate criticism, like a hundred percent, let mm-hmm. me hear it. Um, that doesn't bother me. Um, if somebody just doesn't like something, you know, I mean, that's, that's okay. It's, it's going to happen. I I don't take it too, too much to heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds really rough. Honestly, I, I can't imagine putting so much time and energy into something and then 
people slut shaming their shorts. Like, who cares? They're going to buy shorts anyway. It doesn't matter if it comes from your shop. Like, uh, that's so frustrating. Would you say that's like the hardest part about running your shop? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's certainly part of it. Um, Yeah. And I think part of it for me is I am 100% like, a people pleaser. I want to tell everybody, yes, I want to be able to make anything anybody asks of me. I want to be able to carry something new or make this and that. And, and, you know, you can, you can overextend yourself and, um, and, you know, kind of stress yourself out that way. Um, Mm -hmm. so I know like personally for me, that's, that's always a difficult part. Um, and like, you know, some logistics things like in my city, USPS is a disaster. Um, and so, you know, you spend a lot of time dealing with that sort of thing. And it's always, you know, one of those things that like, Hey, I'd rather be spending this time actually like making something new, um, you know, chasing down the post office. Um, and so, you know, those are some challenges that definitely catch up with you. Um, And like, you know, you, you hear some, some rough things from people. I mean, you know, I'm very grateful and lucky that, that I've been busy with my shop. Um, but sometimes mistakes happen or, um, I had an issue where when I had an Etsy shop, um, it was hacked and I couldn't retrieve, um, the orders from that. And so trying to get that sorted, was, um, was a whole mess. And like 99% of the people were amazing about it. They were like, okay, cool. I get it. I'm going to request my refund from Etsy. Thank you. Sorry. I had to deal with that. But then there's, (laughs) there's a few people that, um, that are very upset about it. And I, and I hate that because I don't want people to be upset, but those are, those are Mm -hmm. kind of like those logistic challenges, um, that are, that are a distraction from the creative work. Um, yeah, like to get that all sorted out. So, um, my rambling aside, it's definitely an adventure, (laughs) but, um, but you know, it's, I can't control what other people do or, or what mechanics break down. And so I just do my best to roll with it and control what I can control, (laughs) um, and just keep making new things and, and having fun with everyone. So that's always kind of my goal is, is have fun with it. And, and that carries everything else along. Oh, for sure. And I feel like what people do not understand is that you are not some big company. You're running this out of your house. You're doing this on your own. It's not a factory. <laughs> and oh, I feel 100%. like, yeah, I feel like people expect, oh, well, the Kenobi trailer dropped today and there was this niche thing and I want a shirt about it now. You know what I mean? And it's oh, like, gosh. people don't work like that. Like, you can't make every single idea that every single person has. That's insane. But I feel like people just don't understand that because of fast fashion and all of that stuff where stuff is just getting pumped out at a crazy rate and then shipped to your house in two days. When it's not realistic for a one woman show, that's crazy. It's a hundred percent. I wish I, I could work that fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do, but you need a life. Like, <laughs> Oh my that's, God. Yeah, it's, it definitely gets crazy. Um, especially like around holiday times. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even, 
I don't even know what I did for December. I know it existed, but <laughs> beyond that, I have oh. no idea. <laughs> yeah, I that's so insane to me. I see people, I follow a lot of small shops, so I see a lot of what people are saying to them, and it blows my mind. I'm just like, this isn't Amazon. This is a person. I don't understand what you expect. Anyway, I digress. You're doing great work out there. <laughs> I appreciate um, it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I was wondering if like having a shop where you do have to come up with all these new ideas and all this different merch, if that's kind of shaped how you view Star Wars content, like do you sit there just thinking about the next thing you can make or are you able to enjoy it still? <laughs> Honestly, until you asked that question, I didn't even realize like the impact that it has had on it Mm. because I really felt it during the Book of Boba Fett of like, okay, I need to really keep my eyes peeled because I, you know, I know people will be expecting a new shirt tomorrow (laughs) and and it's, you know, you feel like you, you definitely like you have to you have to do it quick. Otherwise people will forget. And, you know, so it definitely, it definitely kind of seeps into your mind while Mm. you're watching it. And, um, and that's something that like, I really try to be conscious of now of, okay, first viewing of things we have to turn shop brain off and we just have to like, yeah, watch it and love it and have a good time. And then set aside time for a rewatch where you're just watching for, for shop things or art things. Um, and going from there, like I really had to break it down that way because I totally was distracting myself and I didn't really realize how much, um, it really had, had so much of an impact. Yeah, I cannot even imagine. That's kind of why I asked the question, because I look at what you guys do and I've always wondered, like, I feel like I would be sitting there notebook in hand and that's just taking away from the experience, you know, but I know myself and I know if I had a shop, that's how I'd be. So I was so curious if other people felt the same way. Yeah. Um, That's so, that's so good to know. That's interesting. I love learning about this stuff. Yes. Um, (laughs) Okay. You said Rebels was your favorite because you have great taste. I was talking your Instagram the other day because I was looking for a good promotional image for this episode and I saw your Sabine hand-painted jacket. Yes. I just had to hype it up on here. Blew my mind. It's amazing. Thank you. It is so cool. I was just curious, like, what is the process for making something like that? Like, how long does it take typically? So that was like one full day of painting. Yeah, um, yeah. I I had this denim jacket. I've always loved kind of like the upcycling view of mm-hmm. of taking something that is was maybe discarded and turning it into into something new. Um, yeah. And so I had this denim jacket that I was just gonna go donate. Um, and then I was like, no, I, it was the beginning of the pandemic. I had time. Let's do something mm-hmm. fun with it. So I kind of sketched it all out and really kind of took some of my favorite bits from Sabine's armor. And I went and dyed it and um, kind of just sketched it on with, um, I 
I used to do a lot of sewing. I haven't done as much lately. So I had like some chalk uh-huh. and stuff, sketched it out on there. Um, and then it took me, yeah, probably about a full eight hours of painting. Um, yeah. And, but it was, it was kind of one of those had the idea one night and then by the end, by the next night it was done. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause I was like, I have to make this now. Um, but that's something I so want to do a lot more of because that was like one of my favorite projects. Um, and it was, just, it was such a fun thing to kind of make and see come together. Oh my God. Yeah. No, it's just so cool. I, I saw it and I was like, I want that. That's amazing. <laughs> like, Oh, that is such a cool one. I was wondering, I was just curious, like how long it takes, because it just seems like it would be very painstaking because I am not a painter. So I was like, that is crazy. I have to ask. I was just stalking your Instagram. No big deal. That's Um, totally allowed. (laughs) (laughs) um, Okay, this is not a question I had written down, but you mentioned reading Star Wars books. And I wanted to know what your favorite is, because I love the Star Wars books and not everyone's into them. Oh my gosh. I love them all so much. Um, honestly, I, and I just did a top three, I think the other day. Um, and now Uh I'm struggling to remember what it was. Um, (laughs) but I love alphabet squadron. Um, I still haven't read the last one in that because I just don't want the trilogy to end. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I lost stars will always be one of my favorites. And I know you love that one too. Yes. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, it's perfect. Um, it is, it is the best thing to ever happen to me. I can't even lie. Lost stars is just the peak for me, <laughs> but I love Alphabet like, squadron too. So good. Yeah. Um, and I have loved everything high Republic. Like there isn't a single thing oh my that, God. um, that I've read and been like, meh. Um, yeah. Like everything's been so good. Um, that's, I'm, I'm in the middle of midnight horizon right now. Um, Ooh, so I okay. need to finish that one up. But yeah. And I love the Thrawn trilogy too. Oh yeah. I need to read those. I'm so behind on, Thr- I like know a lot about Thrawn, but I haven't read the trilogy yet. So I have to do that. They're so good. I, I, he's one of my favorite characters and it's just, it, it's such a cool blend of like tactics and really you you mix star Wars with kind of like political dramas and things like that. So it's kind of in a way it almost feels like a little break from star Wars while still being star Wars. So I I love it. That's great. I love the high Republic so much. I haven't finished. um, What's the one? Um, the latest Claudia Gray one. What's it called? Oh, Fallen Star. Yes. I'm like halfway through that. Wow. I totally forgot the book name, but yeah, <laughs> love it so much. <laughs> Anything so Claudia good. Gray touches is gold. Like, yeah. So fantastic. Okay. I just was so curious because yeah. not everybody on here is going to want to talk about books with me. And <laughs> I love the books. So they're so good. Um, okay. What is the like upcoming Star Wars project you're most excited for? Oh gosh. I mean, all of them. Yeah. But yep. I have to like, this is a, a small bit of blasphemy here, but Kenobi like wasn't super high on my list originally until oh. I saw the trailer. Like I was excited That's for so Kenobi, valid. but I wasn't like 
excited for Kenobi. And now I, <laughs> I absolutely cannot wait. Yeah, no, that's so fair. Honestly, I I was a little nervous for it until I saw the trailer. It, same. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm but so now good. especially seeing like Inquisitors and on all all that kind of stuff. And it looks like it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. Um, yeah. So I'm super excited for that one. And Andor. I I mean, I will always take kind of the fulcrum agents and mm-hmm. and seeing that side of it. So I'm super excited for Andor too. Andor is going to be amazing. We get some High Republic content coming soon yes. with Acolyte. So ready. So good. Yes. Um, well, before we go, I wanted to ask you, are there any women in the fandom that you just want to like highlight their contributions or Lucasfilm doesn't have to be fandom people, but is there anyone that you just feel like has also made an impact that you want to highlight? There are like, there are so many people. Um, <laughs> and it's one of those, I started to make a list and then I just couldn't because I absolutely adore the, there, there's this little, I mean, and I'm, and I know I don't even have to like start naming names, but there's this community online of, mm-hmm. of women and queer and kind of, kind of the outcasts, if you will, that just really have yeah. made the community their own. And, and everyone is amazing. And they all just are truly like, genuine people and super creative and so excited to kind of share their passions. Um, so like, it's so hard for me to pick one and I should have made the proper list. Um, no, you're good. That's <laughs> honestly, everyone's amazing. And it's so hard to kind of like narrow it down because everyone brings something different. And I think that's yeah. what makes it so cool. Um, and yeah, it's just, it is it's what so makes fun. it great. For sure. For sure. No, that's so valid. That's a hard question too. I shouldn't have thrown that in there. (laughs) Oh no, it's Um, a great question. I just, (laughs) decisions are really hard and everyone's amazing and I love them all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have one last fun question. A little bonus question. Who's your Star Wars big three? Okay. I, um, this is probably the hardest question ever, um, but I, I did finally make a final choice, and I chose Doctor Afra, Thrawn, and Fives. That is <laughs> I feel such like a you good... mix those three oh together, God. and that's me. <laughs> that's like the perfect grouping. Number one, number two, super unique <laughs> characters. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Aphra is like one of my favorite things in Star Wars. Me too. I love her I so much. I want to be here. College. And oh my so God. I'm like, yes, we have, we have an archaeologist in Star Wars whose morals <laughs> are a little questionable. I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. I love every time I see her get hyped up because she's just the coolest and her comics are so fun. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for being on today. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. Just so everyone can find you, what are your social media handles and your website? Um, I am outerspaceoutpost.com and I am at Outer Space Outpost on Instagram, which is my primary um, 
social media for for my shop and me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your night. Thank you. You too. Thank you again to Jessica for being on this episode and thank you to everybody who gave it a listen. The outpouring of love and support I've received in the last week has been so, so encouraging and exciting and I just appreciate you all so much. If you guys are new here and today's your first episode, I definitely suggest checking out last week's episode where I interviewed Tori Fox. It was such a good time and she also talked about her small business, which was super fun. If you guys are looking to find me anywhere else, I am at Night Sisters Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and at Maddie Amadala on Twitter and Instagram as well. I also have another podcast where I talk about underseen and underrated movies with my friends Raina and Steph, and that's at Windsor Film Club or on Spotify and Apple Podcast, Windsor Film Club. Thank you guys so much again for everything. I hope you all have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. May the force be with you.